We're here on Rosh Hashanah, first day, Nastam. We're here, Motzei, Yantav in Yisrael, just chazering over the daf that we learned yesterday, in the middle of the day, right here in the base Medrash, full base Medrash of people, it's unbelievable, what a Kiddush Hashem. Today's shir is sponsored by Barak Hachstetter, it's rebellion for his amazing hard work and dedication. He's an example to all of us. Thanks, Barak. And by the one and only Mark Ashkenazi in appreciation of rebellion, all the MDY staff. All the MDY staff. It's unbelievable. Each and every one of the staff, without them, the shear wouldn't be what it is. I'm privileged to have the unique opportunity to see firsthand all that is done day in and day out for the success of the shear. May Hashem, like tonight, You'll see, if you don't, if you have a phone, turn it off because you probably start getting messages two, three in the morning from Yosef as the shiurim come out. He'll be up all night, Baruch Hashem. And then tomorrow he has to fast. May Hashem grant you the strength to continue this. Best wishes for a good, gebenched, yor, yishkoyach. So here we go. We are doing Davzai now. And the riddle is... It was a very poor riddle because everybody knew the answer, but it's good to say it anyways because just in case you're listening at home, it might throw you for a loop. How many eggs does a bat lay? No eggs. <laughs> Yeshua, you cheater. He was here yesterday. He was listening. A bat is a mammal. A bat is like, like a mouse. It does not lay eggs. It actually gives birth, which is a big chiddush. A bird giving birth. It's not a bird. All right. Why am I asking that? Because we're going to have a little bit, the Gemara says in Mephorish, gives birth at night, only at night. So we're in the middle of a sugi here. On the, like, two-thirds down, Vavam and Beis, it says, that an egg, as it leaves the chicken, it's finished. Beneget what? Why is it finished? Where is it finished? So one shot we had is that it's negaya to the fact that if it leaves the body of the chicken, <coughs> then it could hatch into a chick. But if it never left the body, it cannot physically hatch into a chick. Nafkimino for what? If a person wants to bring up chickens and he goes to the store and he asks for chickens that or eggs that are going to hatch into chickens and they give him eggs that were found within the chicken. They never left the chicken. So it's a megachtos. He has to get his money back. Says the Gemara, here we are. Six lines from the top of Zayin Omer Aleph. I'm looking for fertilized eggs. Anybody have fertilized eggs? So they gave him eggs that were heated from the ground. Says Rashi. If a chicken doesn't get heated by a male, then it needs some sort of heat source. It can't just lay eggs. It needs the heat of the ground. Gets the heat of the ground, then it can lay unfertilized eggs. He asks for fertilized eggs, they give him unfertilized eggs. Also, Kameh the Rebami. He goes to Rebami with his eggs. Rebami Paskins, it's a Mekachtos, therefore you deserve your money back. Says the Gemara Pshita, of course he gets his money back. 
Bishum de Shaminon Tfei. Says the Gemara. So it comes a tremendous Chiddush. Chiddush that I wasn't aware of until this Sogya. I was under the impression that if you go to the store and you ask for a specific item, you say, I want Gishmaka juicy meat from the United States. And they give you very, very tough meat from Poland. So you think it's a Megatos. Give your meat back. I asked for this, you gave me that. No. The halacha would be, you just get the difference in price. American meat is $100 a pound, and the Polish meat is $8 a pound, so you get $92 difference. Great. That is the halacha. The only time you get all your money back is when it's a completely different item. If it's a different quality of item, then you get the difference in money. So the Gemara says, I would think that he wanted a fattier egg. He's asking for the fertilizer because it's a little fattier. And if it's fattier, then he gets, he keeps his eggs. He just gets the difference in the money. No. Says Rabbi Ami, he gets all his money back because what he was asking for is a fertilized egg so he could have chicks. And they gave him an egg that can make scrambled eggs. It's a completely different product. And therefore, he gets all his money back. So that's the continuation of the pshat. Why does Gemara talk about, why does Rav talk about an egg that leaves the body? Who cares? We care. Because if it leaves the body of the chicken, then it could hatch. Another pshat. What does it mean? It's coming to tell us a chiddush that 51% is enough of a leda. It's considered... It came out completely. And therefore what? Benegea to what? Benegea to Yantif. We learned according to Basil and we Paskin that an egg that was laid on Yantif, you cannot use its mukta, whatever, noilad. But if this egg came out 51% from the chicken and went back into the chicken, you could use this egg. It's, it was already laid out of Yantif. If the egg was laid 51%, but then went back into the chicken, as we're going to see in Ahmed Bey's very, very rare case, hardly ever happens. There's other things that are rare and are more shechiach than this. Nevertheless, okay, so let's recall this Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi says that if the egg came out 51%, and then it goes back into the chicken, you're allowed to eat it on Yantif, it's considered as if it was laid. There's some that argue. What's Rav coming in the Chadish? That it has to be completely laid, because if it's only 51%, that's not considered a laid egg. Only the complete laying of the egg. 51% is not considered laid. And to exclude Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan is, doesn't go according to this Ikedo Amar. If you shecht a chicken and you find completed eggs, right? We know one of the tricks of making scrambled eggs is you, you sprinkle a little bit of milk in there. Tastes a little, tastes better. You're allowed to put milk and eggs. It's, it's just, it's not, it's not basar. So what happens if you open up a chicken 
and you find inside the chicken a liver, could you mix milk with the liver? Absolutely not. And what if you open up a chicken and you find an egg inside? Could you mix milk with the egg? Yeah. If it's gomor, what's gomor? So Tysus over here says, we're talking about that it has a completed yolk. It doesn't mean gomor that it has a shell. Because it had a shell, okay, so who cares it's inside a chicken? It's, compl- it's very separate than the chicken. It's within a shell. Says Tysus, no, it's exposed. It's, an, it's a yolk that's, that's exposed in the chicken, and that's the chiddush. Since it's complete, it's not part of the chicken. Big chiddush. Yeah? I think, I, I think that's a big chiddush. Says the Gemara, Mutaz if they were attached to the ovaries, asurois, it's still part of the part of the chicken. It's like any other meat. It's tie, attached to the artery, to the ovary. So who's this? Who said this following statement? Oh, so it goes like this. When it comes to a kosher bird, there's a huge chiddush. And that is that a bird, unlike any other animal that is in metama after it dies, it gives off tuma. A bird, a kosher bird, after it dies, you can lift it up, touch it, do whatever you want. You don't become tame. You only become tame when you eat it, when you swallow it. But you have to be swallowing the busser part of the bird. The parts of the bird that you swallow that don't make you tame. For instance, in other words, eggs that are attached to the ovary, that is not part of the chicken. And therefore, when you swallow that, you don't become tame. And if you eat bones, bones are not considered part of the bird. Sinews. You have a live chicken running around, but a piece of it was cut off from the chicken, and you ate it. It's not an avela. So you're not tamay. Tahar. If you ate, now the Gemara understands, the ovary itself, or from the pupik, the crap. Some people use this soup, different things. Best soup, best soup says Yosef. The best soup. Never. No, these are crabs, not gizzards. Yeah, gizzards? Okay, call it whatever you want. We call it gross, you call it gizzard, whatever. Ubnaymayin and intestines. Because kids are people eat the stuff. They'll eat the intestines. They, they do kishka. They eat the korkavan. Or you liquefy the chaylev and you drink it. Now that's a big chiddush. Because when the Torah talks about becoming tummy from a bird, the Torah uses the lotion achila. And over here you're sipping it down, you're drinking it. So I would think that doesn't make you tummy, it makes you tummy. So we're saying that if you eat eggs that are attached to the ovary, not the ovary, eggs, you are tar, 
What does that mean? That it's not part of the chicken. Rabbi Yaakov is of the opinion that if the eggs are attached to the ovary, you cannot add milk to it, meaning that it's part of the chicken. And all of a sudden, over here it says that if you eat the eggs, it's not part of the chicken. How do I know it's not part of the chicken? Because you don't become tummy. So it can't be the same man Omar. The Manda Omar that says that you cannot add milk to an egg that's in the chicken is not the same Manda Omar that says that you don't become Tommy from it. Because they're contradiction, contradicting each other. Omar Leah Bayim Imai says, Abaya, who told you? Maybe it doesn't contradict. Maybe it's the same Svar. You could distinguish when it comes to. Basar b'chalav, that's Isid the Rabbanon. The Torah says, It's a gdi basar b'chalav, bishul. We're not talking about a chicken. So Rabbanon said it's asr. So Rabbanon said it's asr. I'm going to tell you, you know what? Even when the, the, the egg is inside the chicken, you shouldn't add milk. I'll add to the Rabbanon's gzera. Avalinyin tumaloi. But Rabbanon never said that this is tummy. They said it's possible. They didn't say it's tough. Now, why should I make the distinction? Because we need to understand and remember that in those days it was all about Tumantaira. We have no clue. We're all tummy. We don't know what we're doing. But at the time of the Beis Hamikdash, it was all everybody was very, very careful with Tumantaira. And they got Tyrus, they got this, and they used to be Makbati Bitar. So I cannot just add xeris and say, oh, all that food is tame. All this is that. Because it's going to mess people up. They're not going to have what to eat. So we're not going to add tuma. But we'll tell you, don't, don't cook milk with chickens that are inside of, uh, eggs that are inside of chicken. That we can do. Making the Amri, and some learn the sugi is slightly different. Not that the eshkol is an ovary. Rather, it's talking about, both are talking about the eggs. Shalal and Eshkol, both talking about eggs. Just one is slightly more distant than the other one. Man, Danam and Eshkol, Shal Beitzim, Tomei. It's not so attached. And the Eshkol is attached. Omar Rabbi Yosef, Eshkol is attached, Shalal is not attached. Omar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yaakov, Do'amar, Mhoyu Ma'oyrois, Begidin, Asurois. Ragavot, that if it's, Someone attached, it's also. Who told you that eshkol means eggs that are attached to the ovary? Dilma eshkol gufei. On that he says, I don't understand. Who told you that eshkol means eggs that are attached to the eshkol? Maybe it's the eshkol itself. If that's the case, well, if you're talking about the ovary, of course the ovary is part of the chicken. And if you eat it, you become tamay. What's the Chiddush? No. There is a big Chiddush. Why? We just spoke about a pupik and intestines. I have to tell you, all these items, they're part of the chicken. Why? Because maybe people don't eat it. So I'm telling you, no. There are people like Yosef. They're the best, best. It's the best thing. This gala, it's unbelievable. Or this intestine, this kishkis. People love this stuff. I'm not trying. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
know. Now he's going to come with a whole pad, a whole, I know. <laughs> we cover the yantem. There are people, a normal human being doesn't eat an ovary. So I need a bimchadashi, you should know, it is considered, they sell in the restaurant called sweet breads, they put the chreis, the brains, and the this, and the ovaries also. There are people that eat it, great. Turn on, This is halachal ma'isa, that what? Anything that mates during the day gives birth during the day. And only during the day. The Gemara is using this as very, very exclusive. It's only during the day. And it'll be a, a nafkamina lamaisa. If they mate at night, they only give birth at night. If it's both day and night, a chicken only lays during the day. Mimela, it only gives birth during. It only lays an egg during the day. I'm not, we were learning chulin. So people ask me like, so what, what was the biggest mistake you ever made? Like uh, giving a shear. I make a lot of mistakes. Just like simple pshat. I'll say the wrong pshat. But w- once in chulin, I, I said, uh, I was like, I don't know if I was. I was serious, like, like uh, a pregnant chicken. I was talking about a pregnant chicken. Like for a few minutes, I was like, uh, <coughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Okay, fine. Anyways, I almost made the mistake again now. I said, it gives birth, it lays an egg. What mates at night and only gives birth at night? Noilad. Over here it's noilad. But chicken also said noilad. It's not such a raya. Zuatalef. A bat, a bat, I have a picture of it. Some bats are not so nice to look at. This one is pretty cool. Here's its baby. It, it, it's, it gives birth, I, whatever. If you look closely, it's like, it's a mammal. It's basically a flying rat or whatever you want to call it. It's a mammal. It's a peliploim to, to think about it. That You know, you take a rat, add wings, a kushborko, add wings, and, and it could fly with radar, sonar, whatever. It's unbelievable. Pitch black. And what's during the day and during the night? Human beings who give birth day, night, no problem. Or all other animals that are similar to humans. Bottom line, why did Gemara have to tell us this? We're not a science book. We have to tell telling us some sort of halacha. Look at the Rav Mori, Bered the Rav Kano. Fascinating Allah. You walk into the chicken coop and you checked and you couldn't find a single egg in there. Hishkim means before Allah before daybreak, you walk in there and you find an egg. Mutaris. It's Yantif. We're talking about Yantif morning before Shul. You get up in the morning early, it's still dark outside, you go into the chicken coop and you find an egg. When was this egg laid? Two options. During the night or before Yantif. If it was during the night, you can't eat the egg. Beza, Shanal de Yantif, first Mishnah, first line, can't use the egg according to Beza. But if it was laid, Erev Yantif, now, 
Since we know that a chicken only lays eggs during the day, so the Gemara takes this as a fact. It's a metzius. It cannot lay during the night. So the fact that you found an egg during the night means it was laid during the day when it was still Erev Yandav. You could eat the egg. I, I checked the coop and it wasn't there. So two things either happened. Either you didn't check well, but let's say you really, really checked. It's, not, it's impossible. It's just a, it's this big and I looked and it wasn't there. So then there's another option. Maybe it was laid 51% the day before. And then it came out the whole complete, but according to Yoichanan, that's considered it was late. Erevian, you just didn't see it happen. Says Gemara Valley Bodak, you're telling me a halacha against him, a fact. I checked. Now, we all have children, and your children check, you know, I looked. It's not there. <laughs> look again. I, look, I looked again. And then you go for you yourself go and you find the keys. They're right there. What do you mean? So it happens. Maybe he didn't check well. Well, we learned how long Rabbi It comes at 51%. Went back in. So it was Noilad Erev Yantif. And then, if that happened, then it could come out completely during the night. The same case. He checked the chicken coop Erev Yantif. He couldn't find any eggs. You woke up before Asura. Over here we have a contradiction. A second ago we learned mutter. This egg is mutter, and now we learn the same exact case, Asur. Which one is it? Says the Gemara You know, there are times that chickens lay eggs at night. You know when? When they're not fertilized. Unfertilized eggs are laid during the night as well. By the way, I said yesterday a fascinating halacha from the Marie Bruno. Now, it's very hard to understand. There's a guy here that said, I'm taking my yarmulke, I'm not going to be Jewish anymore based on this halacha. It was wild. Marie Bruno says, <laughs> he's joking, I hope. He was on Rosh Hashanah. He was not on video, so he could do whatever he wants. Fine. There's a lot of things going on here yesterday because the video was off. People were saying things, random things. So, let's say we learned the Allah of Paris Neishrim, the bottom of, uh, what is it, Gimel and Beis or Beis and Beis? Beis and Beis, Mizumanim. Yes, Beis and Beis. So, all the way in the bottom, Paris Neishrim. So, let's say you have fruit that fell off a tree, Benashmashas. I'm telling you a fascinating Allah. It's just to push your button, just to get you nervous. A, 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 a fruit fell off a tree, Benashmashas. So Benashmashas, Suffolk, we don't know if it's Friday, if it's Shabbos. What's Allah with the fruit? Asr. Because it's Suffolk. And then your chicken lays an egg. And a chicken can only lay an egg during the day. So mainly your fruit become mutter. This is the Mary Bruna says. They become mutter. They were asr five minutes ago because it's uh, benishmashas. You went to ask the Rav, what should I do with these fruit? Rav says benishmashas. Uh, he looked at the clock. Uh, the, between this and this time, it's benishmashas. Asr. A second later, after the rabbi said that it's asr, your chicken laid an egg. And a chicken can only lay an egg based on this gemara only during the day. So it must be that it's the day. And may your fruit become mutter. So <clears throat> they don't like it so much because then 
Every Ben Ashmosh is, I could, I could pass him what a Ben Ashmosh is. Your kid was born and Ben Ashmosh, take a, take a chicken, see if it lays an egg. And Mela, kids are, fine. I just, I'm just saying it was a wild, wild shot. No. <laughs> Why is it double seven? <laughs> what? In those days, in those days, you should have checked. Says the Gemara, also the Sofna Mara, Yahaki, the Rav Marinami, Emu Mara Sofna. So in the first Brysa, where you say that the, the, the chicken is mutter, so maybe the chicken is not fertilized, maybe the egg is not fertilized, maybe it's an unfertilized egg, and, and it's not a raya just because you found it in the morning before Allah's, that was, that was laid before Yantif, maybe it was laid during the night because it's an unfertilized egg and it could be laid during the night. Says Gemara, there's a male there. So it's fertilized. But it has a choice to mate or not to mate. And maybe it didn't use the, maybe it's not fertilized. We learned in Sefz Brochas, that Tamil Chom should not be Motsui, it's in Shusayim, Ketanagoylas. Tanagoylas is a creature that if there's a male there, it's 100% guaranteed. The egg is going to be fertilized. It's not the Safna Ara. How far away is this male from the female that is going to be fertilized? As long as you can hear the rooster, it's going to be fertilized. The what? <coughs> Fine. We're going to see in a second. We'll just say, sponsored, Davzayin on base, sponsored by the MD White Hill Group for all those who need Shidduchim Refus Yeshuas. Please join Tehillim.Aminav.com and by Shlomo Lazarin from Los Angeles in honor of my own wife, who's Moisir Nefesh for Tyra. Rav Mori There's once a Moisir Shoya. They found an egg before Alois and Shachar and they checked the, the coop the day before and there's nothing in it. And they said, nevertheless, the egg is mutter. Why? Because there's a zakhar 60 houses away, and it must have been fertilized, and if it was fertilized, it could only come out during the day. So it must have been that it was laid Erev Yantav, and therefore the egg is mutter. I'm telling you, I said on, on, on Yantav yesterday that I, I believe this Gemara is like Kabbalah. There's some secrets going on here, because it, it just something is a little different here. And if there's a river, the chicken doesn't go past the river. And if there's and if there's a bridge, it will go over. Depends what kind of bridge. And if there's a rope bridge, like the one they tricked us into going onto in the Alps. They said, we were there with a few families. Yeah, we went, we went on this bridge. It's very, very geschmack. You should take your, my, our kids, take your kids. We're not going. We're going to opt out of this because we really didn't. We don't, we don't, yeah. So we didn't, we didn't, we weren't holding cup why they didn't want to go with us. We figured they already did it. So, but they, the kids wanted to go. So we take the kids. And biggest mistake in my life is I let my wife go in front of me. And we go, we're, we're on it for like a minute. And all of a sudden you look down and it's hundreds of feet, literally hundreds of feet above the ground. And basically, it's two cables stretched between two Alps. 
Okay, it takes 45 minutes to walk this thing, two cables, and the steps, uh, the, you step on other cables that are attached to it. And you're harnessed in and you put this, this thing. If you fall, you'll be caught dangling over the Alps. It's Now, I jumped out of planes many times and the flying and all the stuff. This was scary. I gotta tell you, this was scarier than uh, jumping out of a plane. The thing was swaying like this. Now, I could have probably done it in half the time, but my wife was in front of me and she was walking like a snail, crying and walking. So anyways, if there's one of these bridges, one of these bridges, then it's a, the chicken is probably not going to take the risk. But you should know, there was once, I mean, I'm telling you this, it sounds like Kabbalah over here. There's once a time where the chicken actually went over that kind of bridge. I'm thinking now, we were the chickens. We were like crying like chickens on this bridge. Of course I have a picture of it. I should have brought the video. Of course we have pictures. This is one time, one time in my life I was a little scared. What? Send you the picture? Wow. Uh, yeah, but my wife is going to be in it because she was in front of me. Oh, it's pachat pachadim, pachat pachadim. All of a sudden, the wind comes. He goes, you're looking down. I'm not joking. Hundreds of feet down. And some shugana decided to make a, a thing out of it. Okay. Even if you don't find a picture of me, you'll say you can always find a picture of this place. People doing it. But, uh, not the same. Okay, I'll try to find the picture. Listen, instead of preparing the test for tomorrow, which I didn't look at yet, and this is here in just a few hours, I'll just look for the picture for an hour. It sounds, makes, makes sense. And I'll do the eight minute after that. Okay, so, yes, so we said before in Rabbi Ben Shol, what happened? The guy found an egg. There's two braces. One, he found an egg. Before daybreak, and we said the egg is mutter. The other one, we said it's also. Why was it also the second one? Because that wasn't a fertilized egg. Says the Gemara, okay, so if it's not fertilized, if it's not fertilized, so so what if you check the, the coop? Even if you didn't check the coop, should you have the same halacha? Because maybe if you didn't check, maybe it is kosher the egg because maybe it is from before Yantip. Oh, see what are you telling me? We're just trying to come to a certain point here. Typical classic Gemara. Ask a question just to get to the next point. So you're telling me you have to check the coop because if you didn't check the coop, this egg might be mutter. Maybe it was laid before Yantif. So even if you checked it, maybe it was laid before Yantif. How? The Rabbi Yechanan. What happened with the Rabbi Yechanan? When it comes out 51% and goes back into the body, it's considered late. Who told you that's not what happened? Why can't you eat this egg? Says the Gemara, Okay, it's more shchiach, says Rashi. Listen to this. It's more probable that the chicken laid an egg at night, even though Marie Bruno says that, you know, you could take this chicken and then pass in Allah is based on it. It's more shchiach to lay an egg at night than to have a situation like of Rabbi Yochanan. The 51% came out and went right back into the body. Azayiz, fine. Once we mentioned Rabbi Yosef bin Shal, I want to tell you another halacha. 
Ground garlic is very, very bad. Don't eat it. Why? Because if a snake walks by ground garlic, it's going to eat from it and in, insert its venom into it. Fine. Brand new sugar, boysai. Whole new thing. Everything we learned until now doesn't matter. Now, brand new. So we had a machloikis in the Mishnah. This is the, the other halacha, the Bishama is more makal than Basil. That what? Oh, I forgot to bring my starter, my wife's starter. Okay, fine. You guys know what it looks like. You have starter. It's a gooey, nothing. It ferments and it makes bread and it just makes chametz. That's all it does. It's not edible. It doesn't do anything. It's just a bunch of flour and whatever. The, the culture's in it and it just, you take that, you put it in dough and pff, dough starts rising and it, okay. That's sa'ar. Not edible. And then you have chametz, which is a piece of chametz. Kishmaka pizza, cake, challah, chametz. Two things. The Torah says two things. Uh, so in this pasuk we have these two psukim. Perikid Beis, pasuk Yates, and Perikid Gimel, pasuk Zayin. Sar, that's the starter. Two, two things. Sar and chametz. So says the Gemara. And in the Mishnah we said that according to Bishamai, there's a kula. That chametz, you need a larger shear. Sar is potent. It's mamish, the real deal. It's chametz. So it's a small shear kazais. The larger shear is a kula. You're only over when you have that much more. You need more to be over the, the Avera. So it's a kula. And that's Bishamai. Bishamai said there's a difference between Sa'ar and Chametz. Where do they come up with this? So I showed you the Pasuk. The Pasuk says Sa'ar and Chametz. Why say two different things? Say one Allah and finish the story. And I would say, because if a piece of bread, which cannot make other things Chametz, this year is a very small share of Ikazayas. Certainly, the starter, which is the, the, that's where all Chomets originates from, certainly it should be only Ikazayas. So then why did the Torah say the word Sar also? Two separate Shiurim. Makes a lot of sense, right? No, not true. If the, pick one of the words. Which one should the Torah say? Sar? Okay, I have a problem. If the, if the Torah says just Sar, it's not say, Chomets is not included. Why Sar is the originator? Maybe Chomets is, is different. And forget, maybe only Chomets is Chomets. But Sar, you can't even eat. It's not edible. It's not Reh Lachila's Kelev. Who's going to eat the, the starter? So maybe there's no comment. Tzricha. Ubishamai, let's look at the Rebzeira. What about Rebzeira? Domer Rebzeira, Pasuk HaKazim Sa'ar, Vesim Chomet. Look at this Pasuk. Shiva Asiyam Sa'ar. Starts with Sa'ar. And then it says, Le'imazim Vedechem, Kechal Oichem Achmetzes. So we, we mix the two up. We start with one, go to the next, to Machmetzes, Chomet. In other words, they're interchangeable. Now, 
the Gemara brings a pasuk. Beishami don't have to hold a Rebzeira who lived, I don't know, maybe a thousand years after them. Who knows when he lived. But the fact is, they have to admit that this is a pasuk. What, what do they do with this pasuk? Forget about Rebzeira, this is a pasuk. Says Reb Zeira, the two are the same. Sar and Machmetz are the same. Sar and Chametz are the same. So what, what are they going to do with that? Says the Gemara, you're right. And that's how we explain the Mishnah. When it comes to eating something, Sar, Chametz, both the same. The same shear. What's the shear of Achil in all of the Torah? Always Kizayis. Always Kizayis besides Yom Kippur, which is coming up. There's one exception. When it comes, you're talking about Nevela, Kizayis. It's always a Kizayis. To destroy the Chametz, to get rid of the Chametz, that is the Nafkamina. That's why Bishami say that Chametz is the larger shear. Okay, by the way, Interesting, Shiloh, when it comes to beer. If a person wor- wor- works, person works on an Air Force base, the only way to get in there is with your fingerprint and facial identification and, and there's a guard that recognizes everybody. You can't just get in there. Can you sell your chametz to a guy knowing that the guy can never get in there? It's an interesting, Shiloh. And then what about, you, you, you realize that Erev you can't, let's say you can't sell using Chametz By the way, the Mishnah Paskins, I think it's the, the Taz, says when you, when you sell your Chametz to a guy, you can't just sell it to a guy and a whole list. You have to give him the keys. In other words, you have to give him access to get into your house. There's no access to this uh, Air Force base. Okay, so you know, you have another idea. You're going to be mafkir everything in your office. You have a bunch of cookies in your office on the Air Force base, but you can't be mafkir. Nobody can get in there. What kind of hefker is it when nobody could access your chametz? Is that considered hefker? Interesting shilas. Thought about throwing it out here. Do you learn the idea of beer that's the same exact shear as achila of kezayis? Or perhaps Bishami say no, it's different. And that's why it's a larger shear and one is a kezayis and the other one is the size of a date. Another one, just the same exact thing, just different words. say it's a date. Fine. So the word hashoichet, and the Gemara doesn't go away from this. The Gemara admits that that's how it is. When it says ha, means it's after the fact. Hashoichet. Otherwise, it should say shoichet. You are permitted to go ahead and check. From the fact that there's an extra hey here, means you shouldn't have done it, and you did it. Now what do you do? Hashoichet. Do you have it in the if that's the case, we still are the ones that say, you shouldn't. You should, you could. It seems like. We're not talking about shechita. We're talking about the kisu adam. That's why it says, 
We're not because he's not referring to the shechita part. He's talking about. Remember, we had the sugya tomorrow's year, the year before. I'm confused. I don't know where I am. But anyways, the year we just had, we're talking about kisei adam, and basil say don't. So we're talking about the kisei. So over here, in case in case you're listening just to this year and you're not listening to the next year, so. On Rosh Hashanah, I said the story of Rebbe Yashiv. I don't want to bore you, but I'm going to just say it quickly. You probably, some of you heard it three times already, but it's Kishmak. You have to chazer such a story over and over. Rebbe Yashiv was a Yushalmi who never cried. Rebbe Zilushnei never saw his father-in-law, Rebbe Yashiv, cry in his entire life, not by a Levaya, by nothing. The one time he saw him cry was when he did Kaparas, Erevim Kippur, and they brought in a Shaykhet, and the Shaykhet did the Shechita, and he asked Rebbe Yashem, he wants to do the Kisei Adam, and he said yes, and he did the Kisei, and he made the Bracha on Kisei Adam, and he started crying in the middle of the Bracha. It's emotional. A one-time thing, like you saw some people, I think I got pretty emotional, I don't know if I cried, by, by Birkas Hachama. You know, it's a, one, it's a once-in-a-lifetime Bracha, that's it. Hopefully more than once, but... <laughs> yeah. I actually said it twice already. I remember the first time. I was, I was a kid. But some of you said it three times, no? Hmm? You said it twice? You remember the first time? All right. Yalla. We're almost done. <clears throat> Says the Gemara. Where are we? Now that's the end of the Mishnah we learned. That everybody agrees that if you went ahead and you shechted, you dig up some dirt and you cover it, and that we explained that's on the next daf. It doesn't mean you could dig, obviously, it means that the shovel is already in the ground. But that's not the point. The point is that it says that everybody agrees that you could cover the blood. Seems like the Reisha is not after the fact. So the Gemara says you're right. The word Hashoichet means after the fact. But what's going on here is a little different. It's the Shoichet that's going to ask a question. Not a person that's Shechted already and it's after the fact. It's a Shoichet, Rabbi Avram Weisfish, going to ask a question. So that's different. Shabali Malach, and the case of Oimelo, and he asks the rabbi, What should I do? Should I shech today? Three things you should do. Shech, dig, cover. You're not allowed to shech, unless you had the, the dirt ready. And Rabbi Yosef Omar, he's saying the same thing, just the order is slightly different. If you're sharing, you ask a question, what are they going to tell him? So he switches it up. First dig. Then shecht. That's the same. So what's going on? We have a machlaikis. Do you dig the dirt? You make the dirt ready and then you shecht? Or you shecht and you go look for dirt. What's the shayla? Maybe perhaps the machloikah says, It's a shayla and rab. 
Maybe the machloikis is, do you need to make a sandwich out of the dirt? Do you need a bottom layer, blood, top layer? Or perhaps no, only a top layer. Now what? You should cover it in the dirt. Offer I don't say dirt. In the dirt. It seems from here that you need to make a sandwich out of it. Therefore, he says, dig first, shecht second. In other words, make a bottom layer and then only afterwards shecht. And Rabbi says that first you shecht, then you dig because you can have the blood without a sandwich. And then you put the dirt on top of the blood. We hold you need a sandwich. You need two layers, a bottom and a top. So what's the machlekes? If you already have dirt, great. If you don't have dirt, you cannot check. Why? Because you might forget. Your ADD will kick in. You might go do something else. Well, ADD, I was just saying on Yontif, people like me know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, uh, people might look at me like I'm crazy, but a lot of times, uh, like... Somebody says, uh, my wife tells me, uh, go, I don't know, pay a bill, let's say. So I go on my phone, and I, ah, oh, somebody sent me something. So I go over here, oh, great picture, blah, blah, blah. and I put my phone away. She comes to me like two hours later, did you pay the bill? I said, ooh, I did pick up the phone for a second to pay, but completely, I'm, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it happens. Okay, yeah. Everybody here is ADD. Givaldi. Okay, so... Um, that, that's basically what happened over here. He, <clears throat> he thought he was going to shecht. And then all of a sudden he got all confused. And uh, it didn't work out. This better. If you don't allow you might come to prevent him from and that's not good. Mamish, it's unbelievable. We're heading into Yantav, Simchas Yantav, what's important. All the things that we learned on the following daf, Simchas Yantav also, Yelada Bimchal Yantav, Mukta, this, Simchas Yantav, Raboisai, we should have a good kibanshir, Gemachasimat Toiva. We'll see you tomorrow in just a few hours. Have an easy, uh, a meaningful fast, meaningful, easy fast.